Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Podcasting. To succeed at the races, you need an advantage. That edge is Brisnet.com. Racing's number one website has the value-added information not available anywhere else. Trainer and jockey stats, detailed pedigree data, exclusive brisk pace, speed, and class ratings, free membership, free handicapping software, race entries and results, handicapper selections, and so much more. For a true picture of how the race will be run, discover brisnet.com, the official data source of the Kentucky Derby. Well, last Saturday it came in the Camp Hope, a three-year-old Colt of Summerfront, won the $150,000 Bryan Station Stakes by a dominant two and three-quarter lengths. That was his second score in a row out of Keenan. Won an allowance test going nine furlongs on October 8th. Camp Hope is a $200,000 graduate of the phasing tip in July sale. Bred by Brett Jones, raised over at Airdrie Stud. He's trained by Kenny McPeak for walking L thoroughbreds, and he won a maiden special at Churchill Downs in his first start as a two-year-old. He's earned $225,567. Camp Hope is one of 10 2021 stakes horses by Summerfront. They're earning black type at the major tracks at Keeneland, at Gulfstream, at Woodbine, at Monmouth Park, at Belmont, at Pimlico, at Saratoga. A solid 10% of his runners earn black type. Summerfront, the son of Warfront, one stakes at two, three, four, and five, one are placed in 12 stakes, 12 graded stakes, five grade one, and earned over a million dollars. He's by Warfront out of a grade one producing daughter of noted Sour Sour's El Prado. Summerfront was bred to be a success at stud, and that's just what he's doing. He stands at Airdrie Stud. He's a lot of horse for 7,500 stands and nurses. Why don't you call Ben or Jocelyn? at 859-873-7270 and take a look at the website, which is airdreestud.com. From the horse capital of the world, it's Horse Tales with Ursula Ellis. And down the they come! We'll talk about the horses, the people, and the history of the thoroughbred industry. Oh, pull away, pull away. And it's Secretariat that wins it by two and a half lengths. Now, live from Kentucky's Bluegrass region, here's Ursula. Well, good morning, everyone, and it's uh, kind of a pretty day today. It's uh, We're going to get that hour of sleep. That you've oh, been complaining about since last God. March that you I lost. Know. I take my hour away. I'll never forgive them. <laughs> I get it back tonight. Hallelujah. Oh. Ressy's not happy, though, because Ressy drives for ups, and he has to get... It gets dark about five thirty, six o'clock in the afternoon, and he doesn't like that because he's out there with that truck, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, so. daylight savings, you know... Maybe, I hate it. Maybe we ought to do like John Wesley Marr used to do over here at, at uh, Clarkland. At Clarkland Farm, he would he, he would just never change, you know. Yeah. I remember one day he was booking a marriage with a spy song over Dixiana, and I heard Dad say, uh, "And uh, John says, uh, are you, you coming on our time or your time?'" <laughs> 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 I 
Well, you know, it wouldn't be so bad, but we're on the same time zone as Eastern Maine, for God's sakes. That's what's a mess. Okay. You, I think in your list of... Uh, of uh, announcements? Yeah, that's what I want right there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, it's a very that, sad announcement. Uh, I took, just took it away from Jackie, but but uh, Nancy uh, Nancy Mar Mitchell just passed away at 83. Of course, that's, uh, they own Clarkland Farm. And uh, they bred, among other horses, into mischief. And Beholder, and you know, I know it's, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful family, and she was a. I knew her. Oh, I first met Nancy back. It had to be about. When did I go to work for the Blood Horse? Uh, Nineteen fifty-eight, I think. And she was working there part time, I believe. Yeah. And uh, she's a lovely person, a lovely lady. Everybody had a crush on her. <laughs> and. Uh, but not say if I did or not. <laughs> uh, but it would be understandable. Well, it wasn't any good if it worked. If you, if you did or <laughs> not, right. it didn't matter. Obviously not. But she was just a lovely person. And a, I knew her mother. And uh mother passed away a long time ago. Yeah. And, of course, uh, she's, uh, well, you know, it's just one of those things that um, uh, she, of course, had married um, uh, Mr. Mitchell over there, and uh, they'd raised so many good horses. It's that one mare was extraordinary. That's, well, yeah, but they raised a whole lot of yeah. good horses, you know. It's, she was just such a wonderful person, and, uh, you know, oh, well, you know, it's hard to talk about people passing on that way, but uh, I know there was a quote in there that he's uh, talking about <clears throat> Mr. Marr, dead, uh, says, uh, never change the clocks, uh, Fred Mitchell uh, told uh, Thurber Daily News back in June, says, quote, this is a quote, he stayed on Central Standard Time year-round, he would say, and this is a quote from Mr. John Wesley Marr, when the sun changes and my horses and I know that the time changes, that I'll change, but not until then. <laughs> That, that, that 400 acres they got over there is on a land grant. They've been there for so long. Yeah, good. And it's uh, still going strong. And yeah. Uh, she'll be missed. She's a sweetheart. And, and Fred, and, and uh, my condolences, and, and uh, you're in our prayers, you and your family. Okay, let's see. What else are we going to do today? Uh, We're right in the middle of the Breeders' Cup. Right in the middle of the Breeders' Cup. Yeah, and it's it's kind of tough because in California, you know, it's 5 o'clock, and here it's 8 o'clock. And I didn't think they were ever going to get that last race off I know. yesterday. I know. My that God. horse flipped in the gate. Yeah. That was that horse went up to that gate nutty, 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 acting awful. He had a, a whole bunch of stuff on his head that was red or something. He had his ears covered and his eyes and all this and that jazz. You know, he was kind of sensitive, shall we say. <laughs> he was screwy. Yeah, there anyway, you go. He was uh, bred by, he was part of the Godolphin entry, and, of course, they had to scratch him. And for some reason, they they uh, they scratched, and the, the official chart gives an explanation that the other half of the entry at the same time, and it says uh, Modern Game won that race, and it says Modern Games will scratch 
then filing a Stewart's review, was reinstated to run for purse money only. So if you bet on him, you know, you just got to return money back. And uh, Horson ran, it, all they had was placing show betting in, and uh, uh, nothing, modern games is just blank across there. Well, no, the, Tis the Bomb paid a win price, 17 40 and five twenty. Ah. Yeah. Then McKinnon was second, six sixty and five forty. Didn't say anything about the show horse. <laughs> well, the one that, that, that was the show horse. Yeah, yeah. She's a bomber in a hell of a race. She's by its bomb stands over Spencer Farm. Came flying. Yeah. But I tell you what, um, uh, Ressy over here had a good expression of how a modern game ran and how he rode him. Said he rode him like he was riding a motorcycle. Yeah, exactly. That <laughs> and was he was exactly. how he got through. I don't know. It just was miraculous. Yeah. Did you see the jockey cam? They had a, a camera on the the rider's hat, and uh, yeah. they showed that. You could just see him weaving up through there. It was great. Yeah. Was heck of a ride. It's a, it's a heck of a note, you know, with the 13-horse field. They put that cam on the, on the right horse. Don't, I know. Uh, can, uh, can they put it on more than one? I have no idea how uh, that works. Uh, I, it, you know. Well, you're supposed to know these things. Well, I don't. <laughs> I'll pass. The jockey's name going Buick. Huh? It's like a car. When the, the jockey's name was it Buick? Buick, yeah, W.T. Buick. <laughs> oh, okay, there you go. Maybe his name should be Harley Davidson, so we'll change it. <laughs> All right. Oh, let's see. Oh, um, I guess Michael's coming in this morning. Uh, he's late, as usual. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Dr. Waldridge is, is in town, and yes, he's, he's going to stop by. It'd be good to see Brian. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. great. Okay. And uh, let's see, Jackie's got an announcement. Might, somewhere down the line, I might give a little history on the Breeders' Cup distaff. And uh, here comes Charlie Daniel. You, you're early, Charlie. I know. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? What's the matter? Is, uh, your mom, mama kept out of bed or something? Ran him off last night. Ran him off last night? It's about time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's let's look at some of these. I'm just going to give these yesterday stakes. There were so many stakes races. I know it was unbelievable. Of course, the the last one we were just talking about was a Grade One Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf, and yeah. Modern Games won that. He was by Dubois, uh bred by Godolphin, okay. and Tears the Bomb and McKinnon two and three. And um, you um, see that race, Charlie. Did you see that ride for crying out loud? That guy, woo! He just busted into it. You know who used to do that? And tell me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Eddie R. Carroll like that? I don't remember much about him. Don't remember much about him. Re- Got to be our age to remember Eddie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or from Northern Kentucky. He was, yeah. he was from Newport. So. All right. The Grade One Breeders' Cup juvenile went to Coniche, and he was. Just went to the front, didn't look back. He's by Quality Road, bred by Bart Evans and Stonehaven Steadings. And uh, Papa Cap was second, and John Game ran third. The grade one of Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies turf went to Pisa Bianca. Uh, and that's a filly by Fast Net Rock, bred by Bobby Flay. He's a, he's a chef. Yeah, he's on the food or one of those channels. That was one of the best rides. Yeah, that was a terrific that ride. Was that, too, yeah. Yeah. that was that Ortiz kid, J.L. Ortiz, anyway. Yeah, he, that was excellent. He's um, 
he owner breeder. That's that's fun. That's that's special when you do that. Uh, let's see, uh, Pisa Bianca. Then it was uh, Malavath and Haughty. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um, Malavath is an Irish bread and. Um I'll tell you, I'm pretty sure it was bred by Gainesway. Now, wait a minute, before you put that away, that was Bobby Slay, right? Yeah. And the horse's name is Pizza? Pizza. P-I-Z-Z-A, Bianca. Pizza. That's food. That figures. I didn't put that together till just now. Thank you. Thank you. It's, I'm getting up too early. I really needed that. Well, thank you. Yeah, let's see. The grade one Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies. Uh, this was a kind of a, uh, what a slaughter. Echo Zulu just went to the front and and uh, improved her position, as the saying goes. He broke in front and ended up winning by five and a quarter. Uh, said that the score was something left. Uh, yeah, something left could have gone around again, as a matter of fact. Uh, Zulu's map was second, and uh, Tarabi ran third. Zulu, uh, Echo Zulu is by Gunrunner, uh, bred by... Uh, Oh, Bill Betts and John Betts, his brother, uh, Burns, C-H-N-N-H-K, whatever that is, Majors, and Coco Equine and Ramsby. You got well, a that's few, a bunch. You got a few breeders there, ain't you? <laughs> I'll tell you. Raised on Macaulay products over at uh, Betts, Bill Betts' farm. Oh, on, yeah, good. On Mount Horror Road, and here comes Doc. Good. Michael, not Good Lord. He's stuck on ironworks, but somebody's taking pictures all over the road. Oh, okay. Um, on the way. Mike, Michael's on the way. Here's Michael. Doc. Woohoo! Shipping in from Mississippi. How about that? Let me finish this. The Breeders' Cup uh, Juvenile uh, Turf Stakes went to um, Ice Bears, ran one to Twilight Gleaming and Go Bears Go, the winner by National Defense, bred by Pure House Stud. Uh, coffee maker ran third for the Americans. <laughs> the Golden State Juvenile Stakes at Del Mar went to Phineas. Phineas by State Thirsty, bred by Terry Lovinger. He's a cow bred. These are yesterday races at, at uh, various tracks. Senator Ken Maddie Stakes at Del Mar went to A.G. Indy, but take charge Indy, bred by, hey, bred by Bo Lane over at, uh, in Bourbon County, out on the Winchester Road. Nice guy. Oh, good. Breeds a lot of nice horses, too. The Golden State Juvenile, um, I can't read my own right, Philly Stakes. Uh, big switch one there by Mr. Big, bred in California by George Krikorian. The Golden Mile Stakes at Del Mar went to Astronomer by Air Force Blue, stands over at uh, Ashford Stud. He's a champion two-year-old this year. And he's getting some runners, too. This is not his first stakes. Six horse this year's first crop to you. Alice Bamford bred him. Uh, yesterday, no, this was. I knew I was skipping one. Oh, yeah, the Tempted Stakes. The Tempted Stakes at uh, Aqueduct at Belmont yesterday. Gerrymander went in by End of Mischief, led by um, a Town and Country Horse Farms and uh, Pollock Farms. 
And let's see, on Friday at Belmont, uh, the uh, Atlantic Beach Steaks at Belmont went to Dr. Jeff, bred by Street Balls, uh, side by Street Balls, and bred by James Arison. And the Award Steaks went to General Ken by Violence, uh, bred by Eric Johnson. They're both Kentucky Bears. So the next one's a New York Red Classic Lady, won that by Jimmy Creed. Jimmy Creed stands over at Spencer's Farm. Underrated stud horse, too. Very good horse. And the bred by Seth Gregory and Robert Barney. All righty, let's do a commercial here. We're going to get Doc on bright and early. Yeah, he looks bright and bushy tailed, doesn't he? Huh? <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> he, looks like, he looks like me. <laughs> I'm not awake. <laughs> well, you, you don't have a beard like he does, no. other than that. <laughs> no, that's true. And I brush my hair, kind of. Well, we have busy. Uh, Busy week. I came to vaccinate the horses, old friends. So we did 103 over two days. There's Michael now. I'll let him Here's Michael. Here comes so, Michael. So dragging a little bit. Are you in a hurry, Michael? Can we go ahead and talk to Doc? Yeah, I'm now. He came in throwing coffee at us. Huh? I'll be here. Okay, he'll be here. All right. It won't take me. Won't, won't take me long. I got to go do some more homework. Did you see the Breeders' Cup yesterday? Yeah. Boy, can you believe that in the last race? I know. That was so outrageous. Oh. Wasn't it, though? Outrageous. They scratch the horse. They put the horse back in. The horse wins, but he loses. Well, he gets the purse. Yeah, he gets the purse, but, you know, here I am. I'm alive in the pick four with that horse. He wins the damn race, and that's it. That's the reason they scratched him. Huh? I mean, <laughs> I'm sure that's part of it. But I'm telling you. And then fifteen minutes to get the lights to go. Unbelievable. <laughs> that was awful. They scratched them and you know and then you know, and I love the Breeders' Cup. They help us a lot and I really like the people a lot, but whoever made the decision, then they they turned it all over to the California horse racing board and said, Oh, call them. It's their fault. It's their rule. Ask them to explain it. And they pushed everything over on them instead of facing it head on and said, saying, you know, we made a terrible mistake. When are they ever going to say that? I'm wondering, what was their reasoning for scratching the other half of the entry? Well, there wasn't an entry. What, oh, they had separate betting? Yeah. Well, why would they scratch the well, other horse? Well, they scratched horse? the two because he got caught under the gate. Well, I knew that, but yeah. why would they scratch the other horse? Well, <laughs> I don't know, because they didn't scratch him. They scratched him, and then they didn't scratch him. Well, they took him away. I know, I know. But they put him in, and he won the race. Well, that's what did it. And he ran a hell of a race. He ran a great race. It's really too bad. Now, what are they going to put the rest of the history of the Breeders' Cup? Did that worth? He's going to be the winner, and what did he pay? Nothing. Exactly. Well, the TVG guys said it had something to do with the tote malfunction. On the tote board. No, it didn't. Oh, well, that's what they said. No, what they it, not at all. They Obviously, were guessing. they don't know anything. They were guessing. They were talking about the rule because the rule is they were trying to cite the rule, I think, that says that if, if there's a tote malfunction, then the horse can run for person money only. That's, I think that's what they were trying to get at. Anyway. Anyway. Happy Breeders' Cup Day. Yeah. So we've got I'm a disgruntled wager, and I made money yesterday, and I'm still ticked off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. It's unbelievable. It's, what do you know? An irate winner. Yeah. An irate winner. That's exactly right. That's what I am. I did it because Loretta's horse won the last race. Joe Sharp's horse won the last race at Belmont Park yesterday at 18 to 1. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. You had that. 
Yes, I did. There you go. And I'm alive with so many horses, with so many other horses, you know. You know those, I mean, it's unbelievable. I can't even keep track of how many winners I'm going to have today. I can't count that high. (laughs) I I singled Corniche, you know, in the... yeah. They do these races where you can you can you can you can bet one race on uh, Friday and then it goes over to Saturday. Okay, so that's it's like my a daily question. Double. It goes over. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't know that. But I don't know if you got. The, what if you single the one? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Too bad. You know the other thing that really ticks me off. All right. Okay? Let's hear it. Come All right. On. All right. Daylight savings. So here's the other no. thing. I'm saying I won't, I promise to be nice the whole rest of the year. Oh no. Of course, there's only a few weeks left. <laughs> yeah. That'll be a promise. It won't be kept. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. But here, 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 here's an, here's another thing. I mean, how can it be? What it, it, it that that then you get the then you get the favorite. So on my pick four, like I know it sounds like I'm just picking on my pick four. Well, I am just picking on my pick four. I don't care about anybody else. I just, there you go. Okay. Me. So I'm go sitting ahead. there on my pick four with my two singles winning. Yeah. And I didn't even like the favorite in the last in the in the last race, and. I get stuck with the post-time favorite. I get stuck with a horse I didn't even want at the end of my pick four. At least they could have a consolation. Yeah, tell them. say, hey, hey I, had the, I had the one and the two, and both of them. <laughs> and then my horse wins. He wins, and I lose. It's an unbelievable thing. Karma. But everything's going good. We'll be friend. hearing about this at next, at the next Breeders' Cup. Exactly. But Alphabet Soup doing good. We had a party for him. Good. Oldest living Breeders' Cup winner. Is that, how uh, old is he? 30. Oh, good Lord. Mm-hmm. How's he look? Does it's he look 30? Pin. See my little pin? It says VIP guest, 1996 Woodbine Breeders' Cup. Oh. That was a Woodbine. Mm-hmm. Got that right up there with his Boy Scout stuff, right? How did you know that? <laughs> I just guessed. No, they wouldn't let me in the Boy Scouts. After the Cub Scouts, they kicked me out. <laughs> So no, no, he can't die a knot. <laughs> <laughs> and we ain't camping with no. him. But I can't pick horses, and I didn't get my money yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Diane. Huh? Poor Diane. Diane. No, I made enough money, so I gave her money last night. Oh, okay. No, I made money on the day I made the But you could I have made, made a, a lot, lot more. I should have. Should have. And yeah. I don't mind if I lose legitimately. The horse loses. Okay, you lose. Big deal. It happens to me all the time, as you well know. <laughs> but... Uh, the idea that that not, not only do they both your horses get eliminated, you get stuck with a horse you don't even want. All right. Who came up with this rule? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great! I, but love I can't it. wait till today. One of the cool things about the Red Mile that they have today is they open up the clubhouse for the uh, oh, they open up right? the clubhouse for the Red Mile for uh, for the day, and, and it opens opens things up a lot, and it's really nice over there, and you can sit over there. And I ran into some really nice people over there yesterday. That Good. were that were came all the way up from North Carolina to. Is that right? What to, for? Uh, to bet the races, they can't bet them in North Carolina. Oh, is that right? I didn't know that. Huh? Of course, <laughs> if he stayed in North Carolina, he wouldn't have gotten eliminated in the last race. <laughs> 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 he could have saved all his money. Can I interrupt? 
Stick yeah. there, Cleveland. I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> no, 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 I'm going. No, you don't. Have no, to. I got to go handicapped now. I got to go. You know, you, you think go this is going to stop me? You a little are thing handicapped. Like, you think a little thing like that's going to stop me from betting my Where's house? The loser of the <laughs> week. After okay, all this? the loser of the week. I have. I have a couple of matches. Okay, but, let's have it. But uh, I got to. I got to. Get Before you go, let's scared. have the losers of the week, no, other this, than yourself. <laughs> Very nice. Thank You're you. welcome. Thank you. Thank Anytime. You. Oh my God. Oh Lord. You got no respect for my little, my little list here. That's my little list. I've seen Baptist huh? have less enthusiasm for the Bible okay. than he does. I got two losers of the week in the eighth race. In the Breeders' Cup sprint, I like Aloha West to finish out the exotics. Okay. Aloha West. You got and that. Bressy, uh, over there scribbling. Now, here's the other one. Then I really like... Uh, lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Royal flag in the 10th race. We ought to keep up with this. See if he's the kiss of death with these things. We we don't follow through. (laughs) Well, we hear about it if we don't hear about it the next week, we know he lost. Ah, there you go. So I'll that, be really late next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, who do you like in the classic? Kind of? I think it's wide open. I like essential quality. I just think he's done everything he's asked for. He's three years old, but he's late in his three-year-old year, and he can win this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what, is he the, he's the favorite? But I'm going to put uh, no. I think Nick Skull will be the favorite. Okay. And he's, I think he's this born in line favorite five to two. Yeah, and I think this horse, uh, John Sadler's horse Tripoli, has a shot to get behind a couple and close. He's a good closer. He's legitimate. And he, yeah, he'll be fifteen or twenty to one. Ooh, that's good. So he could be another loser. What if I'm three for three in the losers? What can you bet that? I don't know. I don't think you can. Oh well, we'll maybe we'll you can today, that. based on what happened yesterday. Anything's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe all this. Thanks, Michael. Have a good day. You, you well, drove all the way over here just to whine. <laughs> <laughs> what makes that different than any other Saturday? <laughs> I love it. Oh, oh. I'll get that, Michael. No, I got it. I got he it. came he in. And, he was so uptight, he walked in the door and threw his coffee on the floor. Yeah, he missed you. It's <laughs> my impersonation of Danny Thomas. Okay. <laughs> Okay, we'll see you, Michael. Have it. I don't get that. Why, why, would, why would it be Danny Thomas? Because in Make Room for Danny, he comes on every day for the show and spit out coffee. Oh, is that right? 
Well, you see, I didn't watch a whole lot of Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the cultural editor here at uh, Oh, okay. That is, that is high culture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, right. shoot. Good Lord. We've already blown a commercial set here. Well, the leading sire of pre-race entries to the Breeders' Cup is Dubawi. He had seven. If you want to send a mare to Dubawi, well, you're going to have to send her to Ireland. To breed to a graded stakes-winning son of Dubawi, just call Bernie Sams over at Cleveland Park, the home of De Marchelier, who is signed Grand Individuals. His first arrived this year, and his fee is, invi- is an inviting $5,000 stands and nurses. De Marchelier won his first three stars. His loan started as a two-year-old in a maiden special at Aqueduct, an allowance test at Keeneland, and a grade three Penine Ridge Stakes back in New York. That injury ended his promising career. And besides being sired by Dubois, who sired, incidentally, 200 stakes winners, more than, he has a picture-perfect female family. His dam is love is all you need. And she's by the noted sire of Saddle as well. He sired 294 stakes winners. And she's a half-sister to two champions. Yesterday, a champion at three, a classic winner, second in the classic group one, Epson Oaks. And Quarter Moon, champion at two and champion at three, and a group one producer. There are 13 black-type horses under Marche Hilliers' second dam, eight grade one winners under his first three dams. And his trainer, Chad Brown, loved him. Here's a quote from Chad. He is outstanding-looking, precocious, and has a great mind, unquote. So make that call out to Bernie Sams. Go see this horse, 859-987-2330, and check out the website, which is com. Well, my friends over at Indian Creek have another terrific consignment going. It is. In the breeding supper. It's unreal what they got for sale. Yeah, well, they're offering two well bred stakes winning fillies as racing broodmare prospects uh, Tuesday out at Faisy Tipton, hip number 176. Her name is Gibberish. You like that name? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's. Uh, a stakes winner, and she's grade two place. She earned, uh, she's earned already over two hundred and fifty-seven thousand. She's by the young Claiborne Sire Lee, out of a daughter of Puppet. That's a half sister to four stakes winners, two of them greatest stakes winners. The other female that they often Billy, is Sound Machine. She's like she's also a four-year-old, a, a stakes winner of two hundred and fifty-six thousand three hundred and fourteen dollars. That is placed in three graded stakes. Sound Machine is by End of Mischief. Adam Hoover up. Sound Machine is hip number 237. She's also a half-sister to stakes winner and graded place found lethal. Both, as I said, are four-year-olds, and both have pedigrees loaded with graded stakes horses. See them there in barn three. Then head out to barn 36 at Keenan to find the next quality consignment from Indian Creek. They're offering another racing breeding prospect, and a four-year-old named Flabbergasted, and she's a daughter of uh, Uncle Moe a young daughter of Uncle Mo, and the greatest stakes winner, Miss Luam, by Unbridled Song. Flabbergasted has already earned 172000 There, too, are winnings by the popular stallion's practical joke, Flatter, Good Magic, Twirling Candy, Nyquist, City of Life. A full brother to the Flatter Colt, incidentally, has already earned over 420000 His place in greatest stakes, a half-brother, won the grade two fountain of youth. Oh, that's a lovely pedigree there. There are mares in fold to Frosted. To Authentic, to Nyquist, all from the Superior Stakes families. The Marin Folder Authentic is a stakes place daughter of Uncle Mo. It's a typical Indian Creek consignment, world class. And to ensure your purchases at the fall of the hammer, 
Call the Clay Ward Agency at 859-987-1861. And they have been offering great service there at the Clay Ward Agency in Paris since 1931. Now, back to Horse Tales with Urso Ellis. All right, well, Dr. Brian Walridge wandered in this morning. Yeah, I, I guess he took a wrong turn somewhere down in Starkville and ended up back in Kentucky. It's easy to do, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you take a wrong turn. End up in Alabama, oh, Arkansas, <laughs> wherever you want. <laughs> well, what's going on down at uh, well, your, your team kicked Kentucky's butt? I wasn't expecting that, especially the way the game started off. Yeah. I know. They, Kentucky couldn't do anything right. I mean, they just look like the worst thing that ever happened to them was having a week off. I don't know. And, um, there were a lot of Kentucky fans. Where oh, they? they always are. And, uh, you know, that's uh, the reason they get in some of these minor bowls because you know all these idiots around here follow them down <laughs> and watch them lose again. But <laughs> I had uh, my friend Dr. Peter Morrissey over at Ridden Riddle came down for the game. And Did he? Okay. After it was over, he said, "I don't think I can hear out of my left ear anymore." <laughs> Yeah. I think Ooh. the cowbell ringer behind him was left-handed, so he said oh. it was <laughs> the whole time. Uh, you could hear it on television. Yeah, you hear it. Cowbell. It's kind of creepy. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's close to Halloween. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's creepy. True. Well, they, they uh, I, I think maybe Kentucky started off with that three down off, the, you know, to, to stop the run. And then Mississippi State said, hell, we can run anyway. So they did. <laughs> and they ran the rest of the game. Well, then the quarterback just missed three passes the whole game. I didn't I really realize that until I heard that on the radio or TV. Yeah. I don't remember the three. <laughs> I don't either, really. Well, I think there's one long one he missed, and that's about all I remember. Yeah, well, anyway. Well, the best team won. There's no two ways about that. <gasps> on to beat Tennessee today. It'll be all right. Well, I hope so. What time's that game, Rosie? Yeah, right Tonight? at the end of Breeders' Cup, so it's going to be, right. you know, what do you I think I'll watch the Breeders' Cup. Yeah, and then you can catch the second half of the game. Yeah. The Breeders' Cup's going to be on Fox, no, NBC Sports. Just the, just the classic, isn't it? Just the classic will be on NBC, the major network. Oh, okay. It's on the NBC Sports channel. Okay. All day. Plus, TVG has got running it, so you've got two oh. choices. Yeah, that's so, odd, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's I, what's... They kept me up late last night. Yeah, it was, who's it carrying was 9 the football game? find out who won that last race. <laughs> I'm going to look and see who's carrying the football game, because if that's CBS, no, don't know. Because NBC... It's probably the... Um, because you know the football game. Will SEC be on. Network, probably. Uh, oh, SEC Network. What did I just say? I didn't hear you. Charlie was talking. <laughs> <laughs> I automatically turn you off. Go ahead. <laughs> I've noticed that down through the years. <laughs> yeah, it's second nature. Well, what's going on with you, Doc? What's the latest health report from Mrs. from Mrs. Well, from Starkville? Uh, people may have noticed it. With dewormers in Ireland, it's going to require prescriptions for dewormers. And part because of what, people are buying ivermectin? Well, no, I, I think it's just to try to slow down resistance because you know, we were... People overworming? Overworming because we were at a... Just, just came to mind because we were 
work the herd at Old Friends. This, that's why I'm up here for a couple of days. Yeah. And we did so we did 103 of them and a trim feed on the goat. <laughs> that's what we oh, did. Did you really? So Antonio and I and James and uh, uh, Zach and Marissa and uh, uh, I know I'm forgetting somebody. Uh, all helped and we got them all done and uh, got them rounded up and so we just had 37 left, which I think is pretty good for two days of chasing horses. And yeah. We're just talking about dewormers and you know, really the efficacy of those dewormers is going down over time. Even the Quest, the Moxidectin, you know, when that first came out, and it hasn't been out all that long, really, uh, when you dewormed a horse with that, it would take about 90 days for the eggs to really come back to where they were at a significant level. And now it's coming back in six and eight weeks. Which really, is about are people what, overworming, or is it just a natural progression? Little of each. Yeah. You know, the, the the worms are, will figure it out. Yeah. And um, you know, the moxidectin's a cousin to ivermectin, which you know that's been out really not all that long either. Really, think about, I can't remember when we didn't use. When did ivermectin come out? It probably came out in the eighties because I, I can remember mm-hmm. my first job uh, when I got out of school. Originally, it came out in an injectable form. There's still an injectable form for cattle. And with horses, they were getting, uh, you get, it's like black leg in cattle. This is real severe uh, muscle dysnecrosis. And really? A lot of times it kills the horse. I've only had one ever live. But, so you inject something in the muscle, it damages the muscle, and clostridial oh. spores, which are like botulism and tetanus, all those are clostridial organisms. And black leg in cattle is clostridium. So those those spores are in the muscles. When you damage it, then those spores can become live bacteria, and that's Ooh. what happens. And I remember him saying that when it first came out, it was an injectable, and then it uh, was caused those reactions, and then they made it into a paste. Yes, so, I remember. We used the paste when it first came out because you used to have years ago, you had to tube them. Right, right. And that I still was remember that. such a problem. I mean, that was it wasn't a problem. We went ahead and did it, but it was... a it, it was a problem with some paste, people. Yeah, for paste. Just I was over at Dixie Anna at that time. <laughs> we, we had, had a bunch of spy songs, oh. and uh, they were a pretty fiery bunch, you know. And uh, it wasn't the most pleasant job in the world. No, I remember. Uh, they whip your butt every now and then. When I got out of school, there was the, the stuff called Combot you know, that we get bots. And really, that was... About it, other than ivermectin would get bots, and so some people still wanted you to do one with combine. When did strongin come out? Because we they used to say strongin you use once or twice a year uh, for bots. Well, the only thing to get bots is the ivermectin or uh, moxidectin. In the mox- oh. So that's it. Uh, um, so we'd use that combine. I remember one client always wanted it, and she would always be disappointed if I showed up to deworm and Oh, and she'd tell me how somebody once killed a horse, put the tube down the down the windpipe. She'd yeah. tell me that story every time. Yeah. And who was it? Uh, this was in Columbus, Georgia. Oh, okay. And uh, she had really nice horse. She rode in the Olympics at one time. And uh-huh. they had I remember still remember that farm. They had a full size lit polo field, like they did a bunch of polo wow. stuff too. And really nice farm. They had nice horses and uh, and then it was a drug called organophosphate, which can cause colic. And so inevitably, one of them would colic that night. So, oh, you, so then you'd have to go back. She'd be more disappointed. And then yeah. have to treat oh, the horse for colic. There's always one horse. Every time you did it, you knew you'd be coming back that night. But, so 
you know, the paste dewormers have helped us a lot. And uh, Now, we were, as I recall, when we had a bunch of horses, I mean, we're down to our old poops now. How many times a year? I know we wormed in the spring and the fall. Twice. Twice. Was there a year before that when you wormed more than twice? Well, it's, it's evolved, and you know, to me, and I think most veterinarians would agree, twice a year is probably sufficient for yeah. if you have yeah. a pretty closed herd. Because really, if you do it this time of year, it's been a frost, so hopefully the adult bots are dead. Yeah. And so you can get your bots so they won't carry those bots over. And then you can help clean them out for tapeworms. If you use the uh, Quest Plus as Prozacontel, which kills uh, tapes, there's also Ivermectin Gold that has that. So that'll get tapeworms. Uh, the Strongid some people would use is if you double-dose Strongid, it'll get tapeworms. But you oh. have to give double the dose at the uh-huh. same time. I have not. Now, we've just got these four old horses left, but I don't think I've seen a bot this year. Really? We've seen it. There's a, I saw a few out at old friends, and um, they've been like crazy in Mississippi. You know, my horses right? got the eggs, and I even saw them, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, I was out trying to clean up my barn and, um, and inherited a bunch of junk, so I was getting all that out of my barn, and yeah. I saw a female bot fly laying eggs on the horse. Really? Let me interrupt you. Now. I got a, I got a question for you about old friends. Well, Sunday at Belmont, wonder where Craig is. And continuation, both side by Munnings, been one two in the Grade Three two hundred thousand dollar bowl ruler stakes that same day. Also at Belmont, never enough time by Munnings. Ran second in the hundred thousand dollar pumpkin pie stakes. That was a third straight stakes placing, all in one hundred thousand dollar stakes. Never enough time won stakes at Pimlico and Laurel earlier in her career. And at Woodbine, Money for Roe, the leading three-year-old filly in Canada, where she has also won the Woodbine Oaks, won the $150,000 Ontario Damsel Stakes. She also, by Munnings, Munnings is a sire. 18 2021 stakes winners, only in the midst of Fasmore. And he's largely responsible for establishing his sire, Spitestown, as a sire size. Munnings' fee is 85000 stands and nurses. He's at Ashford Stud, home also of Echo Town. A grade one winner also by Schweitztown. Echo Town won the grade one H. Allen Jerkin stakes and routinely displayed the speed that carried his sire to an Eclipse Award as a champion sprinter. The dam of Echo Town won the grade two forward gal stakes, and besides grade one winner Echo Town, she has also produced graded stakes winner J. Boys XO, and there are six black type earners under her name. It's a pedigree loaded with black type. Echo Town's fee, 7,500 stands and nurses in 2022. And he has all the credentials to increase Spite Town's reputation as a sire of sires. Call the farm, 859-873-7088. For more on the stands over at Ashford Stud, and take a look at the website, which is coolmore.com. Quillen, leather and tack, quality service leather goods since 1982. It's the nation's largest custom halter shop. 20,000-plus halters a year shipped all over the world. They ship a bunch to Japan. It's Quillen, Q-U-I-L-L-I-N dot com in Paris. Paris number is 987-0215. And I want to thank them. Um, daughter Betsy's birthday was a week or two ago. And uh, son Patrick, who's in Europe, wanted to give her, they wanted to give her something nice for her birthday and you ship that stuff, and it's going to sit in San Diego for another two years. So I called Quillen, and they do these leather bracelets. 
but girls like them. You know, pony clubbers wear them all the time. Uh, with a brass nameplate on it. And I went in there, and it was a week before a birthday before I really thought about what, what a cool gift. And they got it out for me. I went over Friday. I think her birthday was Monday. There it was. And it just, she tickled to death with it. It's just a fun thing. That's reminded me of, you know, shop local for Christmas, and you won't get stuck in the harbor in San Diego, hopefully. Um, they got a, so long, much, it's Long Beach. Whatever it is. I don't know. That's one big hellhole out there as far <laughs> as I'm concerned. You can call it what you want. Anyway, they have really cool things that you can buy. One of them is called a minimal wallet. It's uh, English finished bridal leather, and it's got a... It's like you've got one pocket, two card slots for your essentials. That's a pretty cool present. They've got all the racing books and stuff, Ursel's books out there. Um, you can get, of course, the most popular belt, creased work belt with a name on it. You know, and, it, and you know they have dog collars and stuff. You want to buy something for your dog? Okay, they all know where it came from. Dogs understand quality. <laughs> and, uh, you know, at the same time, you got to be thinking about here comes breeding season. So, Quillin, Q-U-I-L-L-I-N.com, 987-0215. Thank you. You're listening to Horse oh, Tales I get with Ursula Ellis. <laughs> now, you, may, you may now speak. Okay. Oh, thanks a bunch. You like the way you said that? <laughs> you may now speak. Um, I said we hadn't had any bots. I mean, if I saw one, maybe. But what happened this summer? We have one old chestnut, and the bugs of every shape and whatever chased him around all summer. And we went to Quillen, and we bought, do you remember the name of that vice break? The stuff you told. Oh, the piranha, the yellow piranha. Piranha, yes. Yeah, piranha. Ursa went out at least once a day, sometimes twice if it rained, and he sprayed that chestnut from head to tail. Wonder if that's what, what helped with the box. Oh, it'll keep them away. Yeah, I bet sure. that it has to be an explanation because we didn't have bots. Yeah, because I mean, bot flies are pretty interesting because they're only the fly for about three days of their life. Good. Because they don't, they don't even have mouth parts that work. So all, all a bot fly does. That reminds is, me of that cartoon that ran a Playboy many years ago. <laughs> oh, here we go. The <laughs> two potatoes, two of this male bug was in the, it was talking to this female bug, and he looks at it and says, "What do you mean you're not in the mood? We just live three hours." <laughs> just reading the articles, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, of course, that's what he. Just the printed, only the first thing I went to was a centerfold. Barney Fife, he only read the articles. Yeah, but they, um, yeah, that's all they do is breed and lay eggs. That's all Whew. a bot does, and uh, for pretty much eleven months of their life, they're the stage that's in the stomach of the horse. They'll pass them and the, they go out the manure and pupate and then became adults. Now, ivermectin gets those? Ivermectin, moxidectin, sequestin, yeah. ivermectin but, gets Okay, I just wanted to ask because we had such a hard time. They didn't bother the, the uh, bay horses and didn't seem to, did they? It was not that, that bad. Yeah, not <clears throat> that bad. That chestnut horse, hey, they plagued <clears throat> him. So they'd go out there. That one little bay horse, you know him yeah, very yeah, well. yeah. You couldn't spray him anyway. No, no. He, it's interesting. The, the flies definitely have uh, coat color preferences. 
because yeah. that, that's what zebras are striped. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Because that, Is that that's right? a defense against bugs. Like, I don't know if you've noticed, you'll see some people have like zebra stripe fly sheets and all. No kidding. That's because the flies don't want to go to that stripe pattern. Yes, so it's that's a, right. God works in mysterious ways. So, I mean, that, that is that's, mysterious. But yep. that's pretty interesting to me. Oh, I think that's that, fascinating. Uh, that they won't go. And, I, you know, it seems like flies love gray horses. You know, so like you see them more They won't gray. go in the dark either, or shade. Yeah. And, well, um, yeah, they won't, go in, they won't fall in the barn. Because if they get after those two we've got out in the shade paddock, they just run into the shed, and that's the end of it. Yes. But now, wait a minute. You said zebras and what else? Wait, well, that, shit, that stripe pattern. Is, is You'd think somebody you know, would make a fly There are some. I've seen them. Zebra. You'll see them, and really? I've seen them for sale. And and, no and that's why it's not just somebody goofing around. It, there's plenty yeah. of stuff to show that that keeps them away, which is pretty that's crazy. That's amazing. But a fly sheet, a striped fly sheet? Like yeah. a zebra. It's, like, it's a zebra like a zebra, and keep the flies off. Like you'll see them oh. in those shops. Does that work on mosquitoes on people? I don't know if they did. <laughs> if it, I'm thinking how I can dress. Go back summer. to the '80s, wearing those, uh, you know, Zubaz uh, warm-up pants. <laughs> <laughs> '80s flashback. Maybe I got some. That's my mom. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I love it. And my when my mare, my chestnut mare, went to Mississippi, you know, the the bugs down there were, you know, they're bad here, but they're way worse there. And, mm. So I'd spray her twice a day, and something yeah. that really helps is put her on a flaxseed. Uh, you can put them on like a fish oil or or flaxseed, and that's an omega three fatty acid, and it really helps her skin. Now wait a minute, say that again. So the omega three just is commercial. I know that. Yeah, we we take it. Omega three. So, uh, those help to reduce like allergic reaction and all, and so at least helps them be less reactive to bug bites. Oh, it doesn't stop the bug bites, but it helps them to be less... Less reactive to it. And you said flaxseed? Flaxseed or uh, fish oil is the best, um, but for vegetable source, flaxseed works really How well. How in the world would you get fish oil? Do you have to put it in sweet feed? Well, a lot, most of the commercial ones, they, they've got a way, and I don't know how they do it, but they'll uh, descent it and even flavorize it some. 
so it's more palatable to the horse. And some horses don't care. A lot of horses eat it just fine. Now, is it a liquid, even when they liquid. treat it? So if it's a liquid, you just pour it on their feed? Just pour it on it. It only takes an ounce or so because it's the, it's the richest it. horse. We, we do, we do uh, cubes. cubes. Yeah. So you could pour it on the cubes. It'd go right, right in. Yeah. And the, the, the flaxseed, it's really cheap. I'd just get it at Tractor Supply, and it's a... Uh, like eight pounds is thirty some dollars. It'll last forever. And, oh, that's interesting. And that stuff works really well, and I, I like we, it for. We only feed once a day uh, yeah. in the summer. They're fat and they've yeah. got all that grass. But that's interesting. I'll try to remember that for next year. Yeah, and it's good. It's also good for racehorses because they've shown it brings down inflammation in the lungs, and Ooh. some good research showing that horses on omega threes bleed less. So How about that? To me, I, I recommend it because uh, we see a lot of heaves down there and well, now asthma. Why, because uh, of the heat or the humidity? we got the what's called a summer pasture down there, uh, heaves, and it's just, I guess, pollen, but you only really see it in the deep south pretty much for the hottest part of the year. These horses are outside 100% of the time, show heaves. I'll be and it's worse. Do they show that uh, same thing in Florida? Or is that too... Oh, anywhere down south, as we had in Alabama, had, I'm sure they got it in Florida too, but it... Something on the pasture yeah. that they react to, mm-hmm. and they're really bad heaves. I mean, to me, they're worse than any other. You know, I haven't heard a side. horse with heaves forever. We see, well, we're, it's finally slowed down, but I was seeing two and three a week. Ooh. And some of them pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a thing I remember from when I was a kid. Got to interrupt you. Know. Cross traffic was the number one ranked freshman savage year among his Four first crop stakes winners was the champion two-year-old filly, Jaywalk. Winner of the grade one Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies and the grade one Frisette stakes at Belmont. Needless to say, the quality of mares booked across traffic increased sharply following the performance of runners from his first crop. Then in the second crop, NY traffic kept the ball rolling with the stakes winner at Belmont and placing some five more stakes, all five graded, including the grade one Haskell. NY traffic has earned over 754000 still going strong. And he has company. Montauk traffic has also won stakes in New York. And rush hour traffic has won place in seven stakes, and she, too, is still going. The result, another jump in quality of mares. Cross traffic in his first two crops has established his ability to sire runners, and as a result, you can expect more from the jump in quality mares booked to him in subsequent years. Cost traffic's fee for 2022 is 7500 stands and nurses. Better get in while you can. Now's the time to book a mare to him. Just call Dez or Brian or Mark at 859-294-0030. Stands at Spendthrift, the Breeders' Farm. The website is spendthriftfarm.com. Well, I want to talk a little bit about some friends of mine, Hill and Riggin Parker. They have been in the real estate business for oh, 18, 19 years now, been in the horse business for all their lives. Uh, he has uh, trained them, owned them, bred them, and done, he's done it all. And anyway, uh, they specialize in horse farms or land suitable to be developed into a horse farm, especially in the central Kentucky area. And uh, that's, that's uh, their horse people first. That's really important for somebody who's looking for a horse farm and wants land to develop in a horse farm, get somebody with the experience to do it. And they've got eight years' experience in real estate. As Hill and Regan Parker, I pulled a, one over there, Jackie, and over, yeah, I was over on Greenwich. Yeah, I was looking at Greenwich. Uh, we I, used to have friends that lived on it and called it Greenwich. 
which is kind of a local thing. Anyway, Greenwich Pike, 5401-54. Okay, Doc, here's one for you. $4,500. Nine beds, seven baths, 7,300-plus square feet on 32 and a half acres. So... With nine baths, if you've got a little prostate problem, you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, you can just, you can go for nine days using nine different showers. Oh, anyway, um, this is a good one. This is one of those things that doesn't come up very often. They have a tremendous barn out there, and the house, of course, is uh, very nice. Expertly developed over the past three years, it's the most complete, manageable sport horse farm on the market today. Two Fayette County parcels. Farm neighbors are prominent. Well, that's nice. Gated tree-lined drives, exceptionally private limestone residence, entirely renovated to include spectacular outdoor spaces. Oh, they've got an arena and uh, space for more stalls. Let's see how many stalls they got. It doesn't say. But this is uh, one of those. doesn't come up very often. It is, let's see, uh, somewhere around, I, they've got a map, but darn if I know, you just got to go out there and it. It sets the house way back off the road. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't see. It's nice. Very nice. 5401-5425 Greenwich. That's Hill and Regan Parker. Let me give you their website. You can look it up there. Or it's a great website. It's a lot of fun. Go on. LexHorseFarms.com. And their phone number to Lexington number is 859-608-8039. Now, back to the Thoroughbred Training Center and Urso Ellis. Let me ask you something. Uh, Bandon Duel takes care of a bunch of those. Yes, sir. Yeah, do you take care? Do you go over and treat them, too? I do. He has the, I don't know what they call that farm, actually. How many has he got over there? He has, because I have to order vaccines. Sixty-three, I think. Sixty-three. I know there are that many over there. Wow. That's a lot of horses. It's a lot of land together or what? Uh, They are. There's big, nice paddocks out there. There's a huge paddock in the back and smaller ones in the front. For mares? They have all mares? There's a couple stallions over there. Um, Mostly mares and geldings. I can't remember one of the stallions over there. It's a big-time horse. I can't remember uh, which one's over there. It was fun yesterday because I got to see Ring Weekend and Oh. Who else did I see? Zoo Alpha. A lot of horses I hadn't seen before. Yeah. I remember them on the track. You know? Yeah. Really nice. Birdstone looks good. You know, good. Birdstone's over there? Well, at, at the main farm. You know, yeah. Oh, he, I knew he He is. looks really good. Well, you like Birdstone because you Oh, got, I do. He, he's got two. He's bought two <laughs> yearlings with Birdstone, and they're both wind farms. So I like, yeah, uh, I like him a lot. Uh, he's he's uh, settling in pretty good. The only horse is winners. <laughs> That's right. At least I always tell him, I got you two more winners. So. <laughs> there you go. One of them was read by Mary Lee Whitney. Who is, uh... That's Birdie, the, the younger one. Yeah, okay. I got uh, the old red one, uh, Love, who looks nothing like him. She's way bigger than he is in red. <laughs> is she, uh, uh, you got them still on both? I still do. I've got Love's in Mississippi, and um, Birdie is out at Anthony's farm. So we're going to retire her, so. Are you? She, oh, yeah. yeah, she. I think she's just tired of the slop. You know, his fist starting to slop. Yeah, it's just. I think she's just tired of it. So we're gonna, you gonna breed her? 
I might. I don't know. If they really want to. How much money did she end up winning? She about won about 82000 82000 She was Which, a little bit better than an empty stall. I'll tell you. Not too bad for 2700 That's what Ooh. I paid for. Is that what you paid she for? She bought her so way out. How about I'm that? real proud of her. She gave me a lot, you know, a lot more than I could ever imagine to have out of that horse. Is that the one we're in the wind picture? That's no. her. In, in. Oh, no, we're in no, love. No, You're in love. That's right. You're in love, the red one. Uh, that's okay. right. You're in that one. Cause that's that's one where I caught you, Jimmy Bruin, Jimmy Bruin hugging you in the window. Oh, that's right. I, I forgot, I forgot <laughs> he's in it, too. So yeah, He's still alive. That's a great... Oh, yeah. <laughs> what if somebody hadn't killed him? He got hurt, though, remember? I hope he's doing all right. Yeah, he was okay. He's funny. Oh, he's a great guy. You can yeah. probably see his beard from here. He grows that big beard in the winter. Winter, yeah. <laughs> I can tell some stories on him, you know. Oh, he, we won't. he was... Uh, Involved with a certain young lady and, and uh, came in one night. He was been drinking a little too much. And she says, why do you come in here half drunk? He says, I've run out of money. <laughs> <laughs> That's him. Yes, and some of the best stories. I just love to hear him tell stories. Boy, he could ride, let me tell you oh, that. Oh, yeah. He got down, too. He didn't just ride the end of the oh, race. Oh, he was on. Yeah. He would get flatter than anybody I've ever seen on a horse. Yeah, I think he's, he was a great he's, guy. Uh, he's tremendous. Well, did you bring us a, a, a topic, or we... Well, I was going to do the dewormer. Uh, that was what I was going to talk about. Oh, okay. Just, uh, well, we've been talking about it now for a half Well, hour. I know, but I didn't know if you had... Uh, I didn't know if we zinged in on no, the No, it's just uh, you know, dewormers, we got to... Like, everybody's just got to be... Judicious with them, you know. Just make sure we got. I can't remember. You know, we can't have When we'd get mares ship in to breed, did we worm them when they first got there? I don't. Depended remember. on whether you know we would talk to the uh, like Claire Purdy up there. He would, you know, send the records down with them. So yeah, that's I couldn't remember. I guess each individual horse. I guess we checked it out. I think it's worth it. You've got horses coming in because the other thing about that is that they found that. Thirty percent of the horses shed seventy percent of the eggs. So most horses shed a pretty low amount of eggs. That's why twice a year is probably fine on almost any horse. But still, thirty percent of them are the higher shedders, and so they're they tend to be always shedding more eggs than the others. So those you might have to do four times a year. You do any uh, any notice any difference, mares, geldings, and in, in uh, worms, or is it all? No, I've never seen that. Uh, the only thing that, that which just talked about heaves is they looked somewhere in Europe they looked at this the horses that had heaves were less, had lower egg per gram counts than no others. No kidding. But it, but you know part of heaves is you know it's an immune you know, hypersensitivity and immune response. So maybe those horses are better at clearing those at worms. Isn't that interesting? Uh, I didn't. That's a new one. So the one benefit of heaves, I guess, is they tend to have less eggs in their uh, oh. When I was a kid, uh, I had an old saddle mare that we used to ride every morning. She was a she was a Tennessee walking horse. The only time she'd have the heaves is when she you'd come walking in with carrying a saddle. <laughs> <laughs> One smart old horse. <laughs> yeah. uh, Isn't that fun? Yeah, that's what we were saying yesterday. Chasing horses at old friends, you know, they're they can sure run the Belmont when you're trying to chase them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, how long are you in town? I go back tomorrow. I have to lecture on Monday. They've given me some lectures to do. And Where are you doing that? UK? Uh, no, at uh, at Mississippi State. Oh, at Mississippi oh. State. And then, um, you have to go home and lecture at Mississippi State. But they, uh, they were great because they, they knew I needed to get old friends done. And 
last week they said, well, well, just take this week and go up there, get caught up, and go up there and deworm. So when are you? Go- aren't you supposed to bring some of the students? At some We're point? doing it in April. Uh, oh, we've okay. got it. I, I talked to the dean's on board. He's been really good. They've been really supportive and. I told him about the farm, and we're going to come in um, September, or sorry, come in April when Keeneland's running so they can see the races, and yeah. then come back in September so they can see the sale. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. So that way they get to see other things. And does the school pick up the tab? They are. He's going to pay for That's uh, great, their rooms and everything. Would they see it. And he even said, you know, we're going to have to make sure that these are students interested in horses I'll look at their grades, so if I was a student, I wouldn't be able to go. <laughs> but but uh, I guess they're going to let me go. Hopefully, it won't look too far back. And so so we're uh, already got, and the other students are already asking about it. Oh, that's great. So that's, that's really super. good. I'm going to bring my birdstone halter in Monday and show it to them. Oh, there you go. Now, when, when your mayor that you're thinking about breeding, is she's going to stay out at Anthony, I, maybe so. I gotta talk to him about it. I had a really yeah. chance to. I may, I'll probably go to Keeneland after the show. Does he do breeding off his place? Does he have broodmares? Uh, he's got a couple. He breeds some. So I. That's a whole different set there. of things to think about, and do it all is, that phone yeah, calling so and all that jazz um, and shipping. Well, I, I I know where I'll send her. I'm gonna send her to More Spirit if I do. Ooh. More Spirit. Oh, are you? Oh, it's been to because that's a. On the Enix, it's an A plus plus. I really like that horse anyway. I really like it. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, I like him. I heard a lot of people say great things about his baby. So yeah. Well, to, yeah, you have to ask that. Anthony because some people will keep breeding broodmares and then send them somewhere when they're ready to foal. So I guess she could come down and I could foal her. Although I'm about but Mississippi bred. Mississippi bred. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm not sure even I could love a Mississippi yeah, bred. Come on. It was my own. Where we when we got down to just a few, where we sent them over Thornberries. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, sent sunny, them over to Thornberries and Sunnyside. It was yeah. just a couple of miles, and because otherwise you got to have a night watchman, you yeah, got to right. have a blah blah blah. Somebody in that knows how to fall right. and all that jazz. Yeah. So somebody that requires to stay up all night, and I wouldn't. No, uh, I'm not to be too keen on it because you know if it's your own horse, something bad's going to happen. So you can't. Oh, your own horse. Well, there's our own horses. We had them over there before. Yeah, we did. We'd when we were at Homewood, we did our own. They'd start to make a little bag, and they'd go over to Sunnyside. Mm-hmm. So of course, I, I we gotta... didn't have that many, you know. Yeah, when we weeks left Homewood, we had just yay many out here. So. so I need to start thinking a little bit Ooh, about yeah, it. Yeah, that's a lot of planning. <laughs> so I don't know. I'd like to give her a year off, but then I thought, well, he's probably going to take off, so I... 
got to hedge my bet <laughs> a little bit. Who's going to take off? The, the, the more spirit. More I think spirit. he's going to. I think he's going to do well. So I, I got to get in cheap. There you go. What is his first full of weanlings this year? Uh, see, the Sodom Sodom is somewhere in the sale, right? So it must be some yearlings. That there's some in the sales this last time. I should know that too because I looked. Uh, I've written commercials on. I it. was looking at a couple just to see, and they sold you know pretty well. Good. I might yeah. keep it, I'm sure, whatever she had. But. but it's just astonishing. It's two different worlds. It is. Farm and racing. It's All just, right. I've done both, and they're just, uh, they're not polar opposites, but they're just a whole different set they're of things. Different. Very different. Yeah. To do it right, anyway. Not that we did. I did. <laughs> I beg your pardon. I was a farm secretary on three different yeah. farms for a while, and you, you, Get the routine down and all that good stuff. All righty. i got to take care of my friends over at um, Airdrie Stud. When are you heading back? i got to go back tomorrow. I'm going to tomorrow. Go, um, go and spend some time with my mom. Leave out tomorrow. Oh, okay. good. And it's saved doing? me an hour and a half. She's doing well. Good. Good for her. Did you say, well, you did. You got your farm troll. Well, we're getting, it's it's in a lot the Final throws are finally going. Uh, <laughs> so, what are you going to do for Christmas? You going up to your mom's? I probably will. I'm going to work Thanksgiving, so I'll probably oh, come yeah, back that's for Christmas. And maybe they'll come down there because it'll be warmer. Oh, good idea. Yeah, that's there excellent. Yeah, for you. We'll come down too. Oh, you're more than welcome. <laughs> we have we have nutri- Jackie won't have to cook. She loves that. We have some nutria rats living in the lake now, so they're yeah, they're oh, fun yeah. to watch. There you go. Some invasive species. What is? They're called Nutria rats. Oh, what that the, is? The guy that uh, invented Tabasco sauce. Yeah. Had this. They're they're native to South America, so he had this idea: he's going to import Nutria rats, raise them to make fur coats, and then here, kid, because they, they're they're like a giant. Uh, they kind of look like a beaver, but with a little skinny tail. I mean, they're bigger than most of my dogs. You're kidding. And, um, and they're rats. And they're rats, so oh. so when they when the nutria rat business bombed, they just let them go, or they got out. They're all over Louisiana. Oh, I never saw one God. in Baton Rouge. People told me about them, but I never saw one. And one day I was out on my porch, and I see this like, fuzzy head swimming across the water. And then I thought, well, maybe it was an otter or something. And then when it got out of the water, it was huge. And I oh. put binoculars on it, and I thought, I think that's a nutria rat. And then I looked it up, you know, Googled it. And there's at least three, but then one of the neighbors told Sonia that I guess they have a, a swimming pool, and he said there were three nutria rats in the oh swimming pool. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, oh, God. So the neighbors are wanting to kill the nutria rats, but do I kind of like them. Do they cats? Do they eat They just eat, they just eat plant stuff, and, oh. and they hang out with the geese. There's probably 40, 50 geese that live out there. And I'll no just be kidding. hanging out with the geese. Uh, speaking of geese, it's kind of off track, but I, you know, most of the geese you see around here are tearing to be small. They're half bred. They're half domestic and half wild. Some of them migrate, some don't. Last week I saw real, honest to God, wild geese up at the lake. Yeah. Those things are huge. These are big. They, yeah. These those those geese are bigger than you can imagine. Betsy and I sat there and watched them. And they're the real going to south in the yeah. winter and coming back up in the summer. Yeah. I haven't seen them in a while because yeah. 
they did interbreed with white geese around here, and it kind of they're kind of small. One, anyway. of the, one of the dogs made the mistake of trying to chase them one day. Uh-oh. <laughs> we had geese at home would used to chase us. <laughs> I, I can remember being attacked by one of the big gray mother goose geese one time. I went to sew up a horse. So I had a surgery pack and my bucket in the other hand, and that goose was just all over me like a dog, and I was hitting it with a bucket. And it, it, still, doesn't, it doesn't do it any still good. Bit me. <laughs> Betsy took a whip with her. She took a big old lunge whip with her and started whacking at them, and they chased her all the way back yeah. to the house. Do you remember that? Yeah. They they took up residence in one stall that we didn't realize. But there were three barns. I don't know how many stalls there. And you open that door and whoop, 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 you know, coming at you, crazy. Then they stuff. hiss too. You know, right before they, they bite you, they hiss. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of. <laughs> well, then, I, I got to goose you all out of here. Okay. So anyway, last Saturday at Keenan Camp Hope with three old Copa Summerfront, one hundred fifty thousand dollar Brian Station Stakes at Keenan. By a dominant two and three quarter lengths. That was his second score in a row at Keenan. He won an allowance test going a mile and an eighth on October 8th. Camp Hope is a $200,000 graduate of the Phasing Tips in July sale. Uh, bred by Brett Jones and raised at Airdrie Stud. Trained by Katie McPeak for walking L thoroughbreds. He won a maiden special at Churchill down in his first two starts at two. And he earned $225,567. Camp Hope is one of 10 2021 stakes horses by Summerfront, and they're earning black type at the major tracks. Keeneland, Gulfstream, Woodbine, Monmouth, Belmont, Pimlico, Saratoga. 10% of his runners have earned black type. Summerfront, Center Warfront, won stakes at 2, 3, 4, and 5. Won a place in 12 graded stakes, 5 grade 1, earned over a million dollars. Here's my Warfront. He's out of a grade 1 producing daughter of noted South South El Prado, and Summerfront was bred to be a success at Stud, and he's doing just that. Stands at Airdrie Stud is uh, a lot of horse for 7,500 stands of nurses. Inquiries to Ben or Jocelyn at 859-873-7270. And take a look at the website, AirdrieStud.com. WWTFAM, Georgetown, Lexington. WTF. Available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. Want unlimited access to pedigrees for more than 2 million folds? Then Brisnet.com's American Produce Records is for you. Updated in real time and available on demand? Go to Brisnet.com slash APR. Optimized for tablet and mobile, Brisnet.com's APR online is the place for instant access to a wealth of information on nearly every North American thoroughbred dating back more than a century. Race records, public auction prices, pedigree statistics, and more, all included for $275 per year. Visit brisnet.com slash APR and discover why the APR has been the choice of bloodstock and racing professionals for generations and why a new generation is using APR online. Now, back to Horse Tales with Ursula Ellis. Well, good morning, everyone, again, and we're starting the second hour of the show, and we have Stephen Moody with us this morning. He's the author of the Kentucky Handicapper Sheet. Wager that he is handicapped a little bit more than the handicapper seat this week. Although I guess Stevie better give us the winner of that race at Churchill Downs first. What is it, the uh, uh, Sunshine Line Stakes or something like that? Bet on Sunshine Stakes. Three O's going six furlongs. All right. Well, I hadn't. Uh, I'll bring that one up. I'll have to. Well, that's all right. Let's go to the Breeders' Cup. A lot of people are not interested. 
Anyway, who do you like in the Breeders' Cup Classic? Uh, well, also I thought that uh, I thought it kind of boiled down to a to a two horse uh, race in the Classic, um, just on uh, just. Getting back to that, since you asked about the bet on Sunshine, Rough Entry was my uh, top pick there. He's currently having he's having a big year. He's won five in a row, shipping in from Florida. And uh, he's got speed, but he's shown he doesn't have to ha- – he, he can win without uh, leading all the way if the, somebody else is determined to get the lead. And uh, I think he's the one to beat in there. I thought Mucho – He's uh, been a very consistent performer uh, this year and uh, just missed the last time he was at Churchill. I was in the Kelly's Landing Stakes back in June. And I think it's those two in there with uh, uh, Bango uh, was my third pick in there. So uh, we'll go 5-8-4 uh, uh, in the... That on Sunshine in, in the Breeders' Cup Classic, um, like I said, I thought it was between Essential Quality and uh, and Hot Rod Charlie. Essential Quality, you know, he's he's only half a length from uh, being uh, being undefeated. Uh, he had a he had a tough trip in the Derby. Uh, didn't break particularly sharply and was wide both turns and. Uh, Still, you know, just uh, suffered a narrow loss in there, and you know he, he never does anything particularly flashy. You know, he, he he never seems to win by big margins, but he always seems to win. And uh, like I said, the Derby being his only uh, his only uh, setback, uh, he's won three in a row uh, since the Derby. For Brad Cox, including the Travers, his last start, of course, at the classic distance of a mile and a quarter. He's been working well up to this race, and uh, uh, I gave him the edge in here. Uh, Hot Rod Charlie is another one that's, uh, he's kind of been touting himself in the morning. He's really looked good in his uh, works, and uh, I think he's the uh, the main uh, danger uh, two essential quality, and then the horse on the outside that I think has a big shot, Max Player for uh, Steve Asmussen. Uh, he's won two in a row at a mile and a quarter, and uh, I think uh, that a lot of people thought that was his uh, sort of uh, Achilles' heel. Could he get a mile and a quarter distance? Well, he's shown that in his last two starts that he can. So I think he's the uh, he's got a chance to get part of it. But essential quality, he just keeps grinding out those wins. So he's uh, he's going to be my pick today. Um, we'll go 4-3-9 uh, uh, in the Breeders' Cup Classic. I know it with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. We got another good uh, gambling race in the uh, Reader's Cup. Let's see what you could come up with. All right, let's see here. I think the Philly Mare Turf is uh, is an extremely uh, well matched uh, race with the Europeans coming in, and um, this is a race that they would normally win. Uh, but this year, you know, the Americans have uh, the Americans have warlike goddess, who's been uh, really, really uh, impressive for uh, for Bill Mott. And uh, uh, she's she's reeled off. I think was it? I think I believe it's four in a row uh, now. And uh, I think she's definitely the horse uh, uh, that's carrying the uh, carrying the American interest in this race against a host of uh, a host of Europeans. Uh, I uh, I like the Philly uh, love. Uh, started out the year she beat the uh, she beat the Colts in the Prince of Wales and then uh, finished uh, third in her next uh, uh, her next uh, couple of uh, outings also uh, against Colts uh, she dropped back to uh, a race for Phillies last time out and uh, and just got beat, but she was carrying 137 pounds that day, so she's going to feel like she's getting in uh, with the feather on her back today uh, at uh, at 124. So I think uh, this is Philly by Galileo, who was, of course, trained by Aiden O'Brien, Ryan Moore, uh, one of the top riders in the world, uh, has the mount. So I'm going to give her the edge, uh, four to one in the morning line. Uh, the other love horse, loves only you, um, is a, uh, a Japanese bred, but has been just 
just a uh, a model of, of consistency. I think you got to give her a, a long look in here too. And of course, as I mentioned, uh, um, you've got Warlock Goddess. Uh, you've got uh, uh, Ru- Ru- Rugir. I guess it's, I'm not sure that pronunciation's right. Won the uh, Prix de l'Opera last time out for uh, Cedric Rossi. Uh, I think she has a big chance in here. So. I thought this race was uh, maybe the most wide open of uh, the day, but I'm going to give the horse. I'm going to give the edge to Love, who's been facing uh, facing Colts pretty much all year except for her last start, and uh, with dropping all that weight today, I'm going to give her the edge in the uh, Philly and Mare Turf. Okay, I think a more like Goddess is a seventy-two morning line favorite in that race. That's correct. That is correct. Yeah, and Love is at four to one, um, and then we have uh, uh, Algaria, the last year's uh, defending the defending champion, uh, is at five to one, and uh, Rugier at six to one. Well, what did you think of the uh, the last race uh, yesterday out at the Breeders' Cup? Oh well, it was just a nightmare for me. Uh, I liked uh, our uh, all, our ball was my uh, was my top uh, was my top pick, and uh, of course he he or uh, puts his uh, feet up on the starting gate and falls backward, and he gets scratched, and then I guess in the course of uh, maybe uh, thrashing around underneath the, the starting gate, they say he may have, might have, you know, caused uh, injury to uh, modern games. He was uh, on his inside, and so they 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 initially scratch scratch him, and then the, I guess one vet said, "No, he's he's fine. He can run," but then. The, but then after they already had made the announcement, then then they're kind of they're kind of screwed, and then they put him back in for purse money only. So I mean, it cost me uh, cost me quite a bit of money because they they did. Arbaugh was my top pick, who I had in the pick four. Modern Games was my second pick, who who I had in the pick four. So I ended up losing both of them, uh, and uh, that was just. Uh, that was just a brutal, brutal. They said there's a million ways to lose, but I had to, I had to really dig deep, dig deep to come up with that one. <laughs> the same thing, Steve. The same thing happened to Michael Blowen. He came in here and he talk, he wouldn't stay over longer five or six minutes, and the whole time was was uh, complaining about that because it cost him the pick four too, you know. <laughs> Oh Lord! I, I, I had both of them. I had both of them in the pick four, and I, the, the horse ended up winning. Uh, I guess it was hit, hitting, hitting bombs or something like that. I, I didn't have so. Uh, I got a, uh, you know, ended up going with having the favorite 
the pick four, they don't have consolation, so you get moved to the favorite. And I didn't even, I didn't even consider the favorite, and didn't like the favorite even a little bit. So, uh, yeah, it was just a, it was a brutal beat all the way around. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, one more thing, and then I'll let you go. What's the spread on the Tennessee game today? Well, this this been kind of odd. So the Kentucky opened. Uh, Kentucky opened a five-point favorite back on Sunday, yeah. but the, boy, the money is just the money is poured in on Tennessee, and now Tennessee is a one-point favorite. Is that right? So, well, if they played like they did last week, it's justifiable, I think. Uh, they look like they were put. The worst thing that happened to them was having that week off. I don't know, but uh, that had anything to do with it. But they they just they just kept making mistakes, and it's, uh, you know, the, at the halftime when they had a dead sure uh, field goal, you know, down there, and then they went through that pass. They should have tried to hit somebody else. Everybody in the stadium knew they were going to try to hit that little number one again, and, and you know, because he brought them down there to begin with. But I think it maybe if they tried for you know another receiver, they'd have had a little bit better luck. Well, the quarterback just had a, you know, he just had a horrible, a horrible game, three interceptions, and uh, yeah, and uh, you just can't, you just can't, uh, you can't win on the road when you're, when you've got, uh, I think they ended up with four turnovers, yeah, because there was, uh, I think they lost one fumble. They got a couple of them. They got one fumble back. Yeah. One one was overturned, which wasn't a fumble. And then they they lost the one in the sec early in the second half. And three interceptions. You just, you're not gonna win on the road with four turnovers. That's just as simple as that. Yeah, that's probably that's right. I just singled out that one thing because I knew. If, well, yeah, I thought my God, don't throw to that little guy down there, you know. Sure enough, they did. I think everybody in the stadium knew they were going to. Well, anyway, maybe we can upset Tennessee today. We're always in a position to be upset Tennessee. (laughs) It's been Steve Moody, who's the author of the uh, Kentucky Handicapper Sheet. If you go over to the Red Mile, you can pick up one there. The best thing to do is go to brisnet, B-R-I-S-N-E-T dot com, and get your copy. Steve, we thank you. Have a great day, my buddy. All right, Ursula. Well, the leading side pre-race entries to the Breeders' Cup uh, is Dubois with seven. If you want to send a mare to Dubois, well, you better send her to Ireland. That's where he stands. Uh, to breed to a graded stakes-winning son of Dubois, called Bernie Sam's at Claiborne Farm. That's the home of Dimanche Lier, who has signed grand individuals. His first arrived this year. And his fee is an inviting 5,000 stands of nurses. Demarche Chilier won his first three starts. Won his, <clears throat> his only start as a two-year-old in a maiden special in New York, an allowance test at Keeneland. Then he went back to New York on the grade three for nine ridge stakes before an injury ended his, his career. And besides being side by Duvalle, who has side over 200 stakes winners, he has a picture-perfect female family. His damn love is all you need, 
is by noted Sire of Sadler's Wells. He sired 294 stakes winners, and she's a half-sister to two champions. Yesterday, a champion at three, a classic winner, second in the classic Group 1 Epson Oak, and Quarter Moon, champion at two and again at three, and a Group 1 producer. There are 13 black-type horses under DeMarshaw's second dam, eight grade one winners under his first three dams. His trainer, Chad Brown, loved him. Here's a quote from him. He said he's an outstanding-looking, precocious, and had a great mind. So make that call to Bernie Sams, 859-987-2330. Check out the website, which is ClaiborneFarm.com. All right. Another fine outfit from Bourbon County. That's the Hopewell Company. They're in Paris. They're an insurance agency. They're an independent insurance agency. We've done business with them since 1985. They've been in business since 1955. That means they're doing it right or else they would be out of business. It's family operated. They've got a lot of experience. I mean, years of experience, obviously, with working with horse farms and racing stables. They cover everything we've got, plus the all-important liability coverage. Been right there whenever we need them, when the... The lines, were, the electric lines were struck by lightning. They came over with uh, Limbo Electric, and we were wired up so that we could, you know, had heat and all that. It was in February, I think. It was nasty. Anyway, they're great. Um, here's the thing. They get the best coverage at the most competitive prices from financially sound and reputable insurers. They are not tied to a big, giant, worldwide insurance company. So they can shop around to good companies and pick what's best for you. And they will give you a no-cost, no-obligation review and comparison of your insurance now. So call Ted or Joni McLean in Paris. And just about everything's 987-987-2347. Great service guaranteed. Okay, let's see. Let's, I guess we better take care of our friends over at the Kentucky Thoroughbred Owners and Breeders Association and KTA. That's Chauncey Morris. Let's start with giving you the stakes winners, Kentucky bred stakes winners uh, from last week. Uh, the grade two Fayette out of Keeneland winner was um, Independence Hall by Constitution, bred by Michael McCarthy and uh, Woodford Thoroughbreds. The grade three bowl ruler, well, wait a minute, I skipped one. The grade two Twilight Derby went to uh, Subconscious by Tappet, bred by Bus Car Stables. Don't know those people. Uh, it's all right. And see, the grade three bowl ruler in New York was won by, I uh, wonder where Craig is. That's uh, a four year old by Munnings, who stands over at Ashford Stud, bred by Fleur de Lee Stables. Uh, let's see, the grade three Ontario Derby at Woodbine winner was uh, Frosted Over by Frosted, bred by Watts Humphrey Jr. Uh, the Brian Station Stakes at Keeneland winner was Camp Hope by Summerfront, bred by Brett Jones over at Airdrie Stud. The uh, Street Sense Stakes at Churchill Downs went to Howling Time by Not This Time, bred by Springhouse Farm. At, uh, let's see, the rags to riches stakes at Churchill Downs winner was uh, Sandstone, a street sense, 
read by Mark Stansell and Cindy Stansell. The, let's see, uh, pumpkin pie steaks at Belmont Park. Lady Rocket won that by Taylor the Cat, stands over at Ashford Stud, read by La Siega LLC and Taylor the Cat Syndicate. The Bowman's Mill Stakes went to Nakatomi by Firing Line, read by Arnold Zetcher and Crestwood Farm. The Displaced Stakes at Woodbine went to Hicksby by Hoot Nanny. Where the hell Hoot Nanny stand? Anyway, uh, this is bred by Richard Forbush. And uh, let's see, um, on the 29th, that would be Friday, wouldn't it? Was it Friday? I don't know. Anyway, the Remington Park, El Pando, won that by Outwork, bred by uh, Mike Abraham. On Thursday, the uh, Let It Ride Stakes at Del Mar went to uh, uh, Team Merchants by Nyquist, uh, bred by the Redham Racing Stables. Those are the earlier ones. I, I might as well just go ahead and give you the uh, stakes winners from Kentucky Breads from yesterday. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Uh, let's see, let me run through them. Yesterday, the Grade 1 Breeders' Cup Juvenile uh, went to uh, Kunish. He was uh, by Quality Road, bred by Bart Evans and Stonehaven Steadings. The Grade 1 Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies Turf winner was a piece of Bianca by Fastnet Rock, an Australian bred. Bred by Bobby Flay, the Grade 1 Breeders' Cup Juvenile Philly Stakes at was won by Echo Zulu. Boy, did, did she win it? I mean, she went by five and a quarter lengths. Uh, bred by Bill Betts, John Betts, Burns, C-H-N-N-H-K, Majors, Coco Equine, and Ramsby. Quite a partnership there, isn't it? Let's see what else we got. Bo Lane from over in uh, Bourbon County. I read the uh, winner of the uh, Senator Ken Maddie Stakes. That was A.G. Indy by Take Charge Indy. Uh, let's see, this one's a cow bread. Here we go. Uh, the Golden Mile Stakes at Del Mar. Winner was uh, Astronomer by Air Force Blue. Stands over at Ashford Stud. 
read by Alice Bamford, the uh, tempted stakes at Belmont Park winner yesterday, gerrymander won that by End of Mischief, read by uh, uh, Town and Country Horse Farms and Pollock Farms. The uh, Atlanta Beach Stakes yesterday, uh, Dr. Jeff won that. That was at Belmont. That was uh, Dr. Jeff's a two-year-old by Street Boss, read by James Arison. I'm getting there. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Award Stakes yesterday at Belmont went to General Ken by Violence, read by Eric R. Johnson. And the, you know, that's a... New York bread. So those are the Kentucky bread stakes winners last weekend and through the week, including yesterday. So, okay, let me see if I can catch up right now and talk about a new horse over at Darby Dam named Modernist. Modernist um, is a graded stakes winning son of champion Sal Uncle Mo. Going to stand his first season stud next year at Darby Dam. Boy, he brings some strong credentials to the table. Broke his maiden in New York. Uh, he competed uh, in eight consecutive graded stakes after that. He won the grade two risen star at the fairgrounds, thus adding his name to the list of uh, candidates to the Kentucky Derby. Won the grade three Excelsior at Aqueduct, placed in three more graded stakes at three different tracks, and he earned 576300 Uncle Mo, as you know, was the undefeated two-year-old champion of his year. Won the grade one Breeders' Cup Juvenile. He was the champion freshman sire when his first crop hit the tracks. Now he's a rising sire sire. Nyquist, for instance, is from Uncle Mo's first crop. He stands for 55000 now. He's already sired a Breeders' Cup champion in his first crop. The dam of modernness is the beautifully bred symbolic gesture by the popular sire Bernardini out of Broodmare of the Year's Sweetest Life. She's the dam of two Breeders' Cup champions, Sweet Canamine. And Life is Sweet, Life is Sweet, earned over $1.8 million. Sweet Catamine, nearly 800000 So Modernist is a multiple graded stakes winner by a champion side from a female family loaded with Breeders' Cup champions. Boy, those are strong credentials any way you look at it. And his 2022 fee is 10000 stands in nurses. Call Ryan Norton at 859-254-0424. And the website is darbydan.com. All right, let's take a look at some of the things that's happening with Macaulay Brothers over in Versailles. Well, yesterday, one of the Breeders' Cup Juvenile uh, Stakes went to Echo Zulu, uh, bred by Bill Betts, John Betts, CHNNHK, Majors, Local, Equine, uh, Ramsby, and raised on the Betts Farm over on the Mount Hoare Road. On October 30th, at Keenan, the $150,000 Bryan Station Stakes, was won by Camp Hope, a three-year-old coat bred by Brett Jones, and raised on the Jones family's Airdrie stud. Of course, Airdrie is a longtime client of Macaulay Brothers. Camp Hope was a $200,000 graduate of the Facing Tipton July sales. His win follows by just days the victory of Bells the One in the Grade Two $250,000 Thoroughbred Cup of America stakes at Keeneland. And Bells the One, like Camp Hope, was bred by Brett Jones and raised at Airdrie stud. So, congratulations to Brett. Uh, from his friends at Macaulay Brothers, and from me, as far as that goes, Bill's the one, incidentally, has earned a tidy $1,233,875. Through last weekend, runners raised all Macaulay Brothers products. They've won 109 stakes this year, and 77 of them graded stakes. If you haven't talked to the folks at Macaulay Brothers about the free services that are available to customers, 
Well, call Mike or David or Amy at 859-873-3333. Got nothing to lose, a lot to gain, as many of their clients have discovered. The offices are at 111 Broadway in Versailles. The website is MacaulayBros.com. And keep in mind that Macaulay's was the first feed mill in the nation to produce products exclusively for the horse. That's why we see for decades now at Macaulay Brothers, it's all about the horse. Now, back to the Thoroughbred Training Center and Urso Ellis. All righty. I guess we can, I don't know if we want to do this or not. Do you want to look at some of these Breeders' Cup horses? Nobody around here talked to them anything about it. And I'm a terrible handicapper, so I might spare you that. Oh, our friend Texas Terry in Fort Worth, she has one of those micro shares in going to Vegas. He's in today, or she's in whatever it is, going to Philly. I think it drew the number one hole. Going to Vegas? Yeah, it's one of those that you buy from Spendthrift. Oh, they make yeah, great yeah, presents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she already owns a share in a derby winner for crying out yeah, loud. Don't get to, greedy down there, Drew. I, I know. <laughs> Terry. When she came up here to visit. She went to Spendthrift. Got her picture taken with authentic, all kind of fun stuff. Well, that Golden Vegas is a great one winner. He's, he's by uh, he's by Golden Sense. Her yeah. mother-in-law's got a share in it. Huh? Who's got a share? My mother-in-law. She thinks she owns the horse. Oh, her, his Grandma mother-in-law's B. got one. Now. Grandma B's in on Vegas. <laughs> Isn't that fun? His grand, your grandmother. No, my mother-in-law. mother-in-law. Your mother-in-law. Okay. Uh, that's fun. It's just fun, and they send Ready you all this stuff. Mother-in-law, okay. Yeah. It's hard watched. to live with her. <laughs> I have two, but there's one of them's in Florida. Yeah, yours are both yearlings coming two-year-olds. Yeah, coming two-year-olds. So they they send you stuff, and one of them's in Florida, and one's somewhere else, you know, working. And I think it's around here somewhere. No, it's moved. Oh, has it? Yeah, it moved to Florida. Oh, both of them in Florida being broken? Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. One of them's an end mischief, and the other one's an empire maker. Yeah. And ain't bad. Yeah. No fun. It's just fun, that's all. Oh, well, you get the kind of information and stuff. Well, of course, there's not much going on right now. You'll probably be getting clips of her galloping. Yeah, I got clips of them galloping. Have you? On the track, yeah. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Well, going to Vegas is number one in the Makers Mark Breeders Philly uh, and Mayor Turf. Grade one, $2 million. Uh, Texas Terry, what's your cut of $2 million? <laughs> I don't know, but she's she's got a bunch of them, and she's got 50, and she says, I need intervention. It's kind of fun. Uh, she's having a barrel of fun. Absolutely, and when you come up here... And you go to the farm, go to Spencer, if they treat you like royalty. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's so cool. It's yeah. just fun. Yeah. Very good idea. Yeah, well, that's, these are all Spencer sources. That, uh, that well, what they do is they go to sales and they buy them. Yeah, I know. And, and then, uh, then they decide if, you know, they want to do that because it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's very good. That's the American Bar Philly and Mayor Turf. And let's see, we've already talked about that. Um, Moody picked uh, the Irish filly, Love, who's 4-1. to one. The Favorite in there at 7-2 is Warlike Goddess. It's a, it's a field of 12. It's a tough field. 
going to Vegas has got the rail, like you said, Jack. Here's my golden sense. It stands over there. Then Pocket Square, Folding Great Britain, uh, Acanella, Folding Great Britain, Rougier, Folding France. So I mispronounced that one, I'm sure. Queen Supreme, another Irish bread. Love and Irish bread. Warlike Goddess. I finally come across something besides going to Vegas that was fold in this country. Let me ask you something. Go ahead. Can I ask you something? Yeah. She's also got a micro share in God Stormy. What race is that when you get to that? God Stormy? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've, yeah. I've, 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 Watch that. That's a micro share horse, too. That's fun. They paid a lot of money for, what, for God it's Stormy. It's a lease share, whatever that means. Okay. They bought the mare, spent three farm, they paid a couple of million for her. Yeah. That's a filly by Get Stormy that's one of those. So it has to be a mile race. I don't know which race she's in. Uh, I think, well, oh, here it is. She's in the uh, uh, the uh, Breeders' Cup Mile. Ah. And uh, it's a $2 million pot. And fun. Uh, she's. Fun. She's running against the boys. Oh. Yeah, because she's beating the boys. She's at Philly, but by, by Get Stormers. Get Stormers stands over at Pope McLean. Yeah. And what a nice sire he has been. Yeah. And uh, she put a, a string of miles, 133, she oh. ran in about three or That'll four of them in a row. <laughs> yeah. She's kind of tailed off, oh, hadn't she? I know that because of Bess is betting on her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he likes the Sarah Terra Trash. She's won there at Delmar before. Yeah. She's won at Delmar, he said. Yeah. She's won at Delmar before. Okay. Well, anyway, that's the race she's in. She's number 11 in that race. It goes off at 620. Oh, We'll have to watch that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to watch that. Well, let's see what we've got to do here. We've got to take care of our friends at Spendthrift. Yeah. Uh, cross traffic was the number one ranked freshman sire of his year. Among his four first crop stakes winners was the champion two-year-old filly. Her name was Jay Wall. She won the grade one Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies. She won the grade one Frisette. Needless to say, the quality of mares booked across traffic increased sharply following the performance of runners from his first crop. Then his second crop came along and NY traffic kept the ball rolling with a stakes win at Belmont, five stakes places, five more stakes, all five graded, including the grade one Haskell. NY traffic has earned $754,920. He's still going strong. Also, he had, he had company, Montauk traffic, also won stakes in New York. Russia, rush, traffic, rush hour traffic won a place in seven stakes, and she, too, is, is still going strong. The result, another jump in quality mares for cross traffic. So he's established his ability to sire runners, and as a result, you can expect from the jumping quality of mares that were booked to him in subsequent crops. Cross traffic's fee for 2022, 7,500 stands and nurses. Now is the time to book a mare to him before those things get to the races. Just call Dez or Brian or Mark at 859-294-0030. Stands over Spencer Farm, the Breeders' Farm, and the website is spendthriftfarm.com. Okay, so Texas Terry has a lease right, so she only has racing rights for this year, not for racing life. Oh, okay. So that's interesting. I said, I hope you win. I texted her back. 
<laughs> That's fun. She just dropped you, Terry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, Sally Vans. What? Oh, Sally Vans almost does her own commercial for crying out loud. You see them everywhere. They're they're beautiful equipment. They have a what, what would you call it? A service place like this big huge barn thing out there where they service all their equipment. Oh, they will service your rig for winter, too, now that I'm thinking about. What road are they on, real quick? Uh, um, Buck Lane. Buck Lane, yeah. See, the, our ups driver over here knows all the names of all the roads where people are. But you can go out there because you better not go into winter um, if you've got a rig that, you know, you use and uh, the the brakes have to be re-something, then they check the... Oh, anyway, they do a great job, and they always have. Uh, they've been in business seven decades. That's over 70 years. They have hauled the best. They, The best runners ever on a racetrack have walked into a Sally van. They've taken Derby winners, Breeders' Cup winners, and a Triple Crown winner. So think about that. I mean, you may not have a triple crown at winter, but your kid's pony club pony is very important, and you want to ship by the best. And here comes breeding season. You need to get that all lined up and get your, uh, you know, phone number ready, and they'll work with you. Um, depends on you for morning breeding or afternoon or however they're doing it. Anyway, they, and the people that drive are experienced horsemen, and they wouldn't do it any other way. And that's why. For more than 70 years, the Sally Vans been the safest way to the winter circle, the breeding shed, you name it, they'll take you. Give them a call, 255-9406. See the website at sallyvans.com and enjoy the ride. Now, back to Horse Tales with Urso Ellis. Well, just for curiosity, the other day I just was looking at some past winners of the Breeders' Cup distaff. I like to look. Look up the Philly and Mary races because you find out what kind of produce records they've had since they won. Yeah, Ursula's really into you breed mares that could flat do it, and you've got a very great percentage of. I wish producing. I'd brought the, the, the my new blood horse in. I had looked up. I think it was something like uh, they had. Uh, Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Pedigree's running out, <clears throat> printing out of uh, the winners of all grade one races during the month. I guess that would have been a month of September. Yeah, because yeah, this October just came out. 
And if it, I'm just off the top of my head, uh, there were 20, I think there were 21 of them, or maybe 19, something like that. And a good, over a third of them were out of grade one winners, you know. And, yeah, that's amazing. You know, and you're talking about the top, you know. And then uh, almost all but two or three were out of mares that either won or placed in, uh, in stakes. And it was, you know, it was a real eye-opener. But anyway, that's, uh, yeah, that's okay. Well, let's look at some of the the winner of the first Breeders' Cup just after. I don't know if you all remember her, but I remember her very well. It was a mare named Princess Rooney. Uh, uh, ben and Tom Roach bred her from over in Midway. Yeah. And uh, she was about verbatim. Verbatim stood up right up down the road here at Elmendorf Farm. Gosh, I haven't heard that word in forever. Verbatim? Yeah, that's yeah. a while back. He was a very nice day. He was by, he was an Elmendorf bred. He was he was by Speak John, Verbatim was. They bred him, and he was by... That's a great name. By Prince John. Yeah. And Prince John was also uh, bred by them. He ended up at uh, going to uh, stud at, uh, at Spinthrift, but he opened up. Is that right? Yeah. And Princess Rooney's dam was Parish Princess, P-A-R-R-I-S-H. She was my drone. Drone was a uh, son of Sir Galahad <clears throat> and stood over Cleveland Farm. He was had a bad reputation for temperament. Oh, boy, did he. He was mean in hell. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, so he had to keep him in a uh, paddock that was uh, not close to uh, to where the you know tourists could get close to or anything like that, but, but uh, Princess Rooney was a hell of a race mare. Contrary to what I was just talking about, she wasn't much of a producer. Oh, she had. Uh, That's one, the exception that proves the rule. Oh, uh, well, yeah, she had one uh, uh, one foal that uh, she but but she was barren a lot of times. You know, she had the first first foal was a winner, then she was barren, barren, barren. Foal died. And then she had, excuse me. Gesundheit. <coughs> been one of my allergy attacks. She had a filly by Woodman, Freakness winner Woodman. Uh, I wonder whatever happened to Woodman. I remember him. Uh, I don't know whatever happened to him, but anyway, he won the Freakness. Yeah. And, and um, What year was that? Do you know? Way they, back? No. No, but this was a filly. Named Lady and, and Waiting by Woodman, and uh, she was a winner and placed in stakes, and was a stakes producer. But that was the best thing that she had. Uh, so she was kind of a disappointment. It's the uh, gee what a race mare she was. She she won six as a two year old. She won the Frisette, the Gardenia, and the Melaleuca Stakes. As a three year old, she won the Kentucky Oaks, the Ashland Stakes. Ran second in the acorn and the four year old. That was when she really turned it on. She won the Breeders' Cup Distaff, the Vanity, the Spinster, the Chula Vista, the Susan's Girl. Ended up, uh, uh, she ran 21 times, won 17 races, and earned a million for $343,339. That was, you know, she, of course, she was rating, racing uh, in the 80s, and that was a lot. A lot more money than it is now, I'll tell you. If she'd won that kind of races now, she'd have six or seven million dollars probably. Anyway, Life's Magic won it the next year. 
the Breeders' Cup this staff. She was bred by Dave and Doug Parrish, and she was by Cox's Ridge. She was sent a best turn. Cox's Ridge stood over at Spencer Farm. Had a fire water by Tom Roth. The next name was uh, Bourbon Miss by Double J. Firewater uh, was a pretty good kind of a race mare. She won the Scarlet Carnation Stakes. Trying to think where that was. She won $50,000, seven wins, Firewater. That's the dam of life's magic. And uh, she was, you know, had a really a coat named by Herbage. I saw him unload at the airport when they brought him over from Europe, Mr. Bull Hancock. I just drove, all I had to do was drive across the street. Because I was yeah, out of, I was, that was I a was funny the, name because Air Baget, of course, is French, and the locals called him Herbagger. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, they corrected me real quick. But anyway, Life's Magic was, um, was, it, was uh, of course, she won that race. She was a very nice race mare. And uh, she was a three-year-old Philly champion, older mare also. As a two-year-old, she won the Grade One Oak Leaf Stakes. Uh, at three, she won the Bell Dame Grade One, the Mother Goose Grade One, the Alabama Grade One, the Mammoth Oaks Grade Two, and second in the Breeders' Cup Distaff and the CCA Oaks and the Acorn. And then she came back at four and won the Breeders' Cup Distaff. That was years. She also won the Shoe V that time, placing a bunch of that. She, she ran 32 times, had eight wins, 11 times second. She was a bridesmaid quite a bit, wasn't she? Eleven times second and six times third. And uh, she had three horses that earned black type. None of them were stakes winners. The first foal was a, a Mr. Prospector uh, named Magic Prospect. And then she held Alfari by Danzy, who placed in stakes, and Simon Pure by Silver Deputy, who placed in stakes. He placed in a group in a well, it was a filly. Uh, in uh, in a couple of graded stakes, uh, but she did win stakes in her. But she was she was uh, I guess you'd have to say that she was a disappointment too, according to her class. Yeah, I'll tell you what's not a disappointment if you train out here at the training center. Yeah. Absolutely best place ever to train a horse. Great tracks there too, and uh, you know great people run the place. You can depend on these people out here. The tracks are great. The gallops are good. They pick up your trash. The whole nine yards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have some winners here in the last since the last week's show that were trained out. Hey, Larry DeMarriott. Oh, good. Old friend of ours. Old uh, friend of winner. So did uh, Alonto Rangel. He had one at Mountaineer. Paul, Juan Paul Aguirre had one at Mountaineer. And Paula Lobo, he wins them all over. Of course, he's one of Couple of big stakes, one at Churchill Downs, one, one one right before at uh, Kentucky Downs. Got this one over horses, one a pocket full of money. Yeah, boy. And uh, I need to get him on the show, Paula Lobo. I went to call him and I slipped my mind. But uh, those uh, he had a winner at Mountaineer too, so he'll go anywhere to win them. And let me tell you that the uh, they've completed that stable area now. At the Thoroughbred Center out here, all those stables are operative and roll, rolling right along. You know, it's gorgeous. Six new barns, six new barns, six new barns, and um, uh, it's, it's, uh, six about two hundred and forty stalls. Is that right? 
And they got a picture of the shed here. My God. Yeah, the shed road is real wide. Really, really wide. Nice. It says here, wider shed roads to accommodate safe winter training for horses, rails, house year-round. Interior and exterior wash stalls dedicated to Inside the, wash stalls. That's yeah. great for in the winter. Whoa, I didn't know that. Dedicated uh, inferior feed, interior feed rooms with, along with dedicated hay and bedding storage. Uh, office and tax rooms for trainers. Wow. Uh, it's, it's, it's just everything. I just expect the way Keenan does things, you know. Yeah. That's, that's a heck of a picture they've got there. That's, you know, I mean, you could drive a kind of big, big truck down through there, you know, I mean, a big one. Yeah, that's not super. That's, uh, and there's 240 stalls. That's not as many stalls that were uh, that they took that they tore down, but that's all right. Uh, you know, they opened this facility back in in 1969. They uh, got two, two two dirt tracks here. Both of them are good tracks, and it's a home for 831 horses as we speak. Yeah. And of course, yeah, I could, Jackie says it's a great place to train. It really is. It's just so dependable. Yeah, and it's a good, great management. That's Jim Pendergast, and you know, yeah, he's, he's he's the track man for not only the tracks out here, but the track tracks at Keeneland. Yeah, he's a real good organizer, and and you know, he he fixes it where people do their jobs. It's yeah, just great. Yeah, he's he's a great guy too. A nice guy, a personal friend of mine. Um. I wanted to say something real quick okay. about Nancy Mitchell. You know, what a lovely person she was. And yeah, I, I, they're, they're, I knew Nancy real well. Yeah, they're, uh, Leslie's lady was their big buy, and, and she got into mischief and Beholder and Mendelssohn and so on. She, uh, her last fall at auction was America's Joy, $8.2 million. Now she's retired her last foal, I guess, they kept it, and they called it Mar Time, M-A-R-R Time. Won her debut at Keeneland, and uh, they named him for John Wesley Marr, the old guy that never changed her, his Her dad, yeah. Yeah, that is just uh, super, and it's on the development rights program. That farm cannot be developed. All right, Good well. them. Thank you, Bo. We appreciate your help down at the station. Thank you, Ressy, here. That's my two picks for the day. Two Your, picks for the day. Race 11. Can you read it? Race 11, Goofo, Goofo and uh, what is that, Bullshoy Ballet? How do you say it? Bullshoy Ballet. Is that Bo's picks? That's my picks. Oh, Those are Bo don't bet on them. This is a good one. Ressy's picks. We'll, we'll talk to you all next week. <laughs> Smiling until then Who cares about the clouds when we're together Just sing a song and bring the sunny weather Happy trails to you 
15 minutes could save you 15% or more. My dad used to say that. Sure, yeah, it's from Geico. Yeah, whenever I would ask my dad for life advice, he'd sit me down and say, son, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. And look at me now, a well-adjusted adult with a drawer full of plastic bags I'll never use. (laughs) Okay, I'm confused. Was your dad a licensed Geico agent? Nah, he was just a real good dad. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Black Friday starts now at JCPenney. And this Friday through Sunday, shop early and save with thousands of new Black Friday deals while they last. Sparkle everyone's stocking with up to 75% off all fine jewelry. Plus, stock up on Home Expressions bath towels, now only $2.99 each. These deals and many more end Sunday. Happy Black Friday, JCPenney. Offers valid on select items 11.5 to 11.7. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Are you obsessed with true crime? Join Leah Lamar and Teddy Mellencamp for Real Time Crime, an iHeartRadio original podcast dedicated to armchair detectives. Embark on a quest to unravel unsolved mysteries and delve into current criminal trials in real time. Why do I obsess over true crime? It's because I need to know every detail because they say that the devil's in the details. Listen to Real Time Crime on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. To celebrate State Farm's surprisingly great rates, we gave this song surprisingly great lyrics. Hey neighbors, when your claims get hard to file, State Farm's got to switch it up style. Great rates save you cash, so if you come join us, you'll get your coins up. Oh, now you know you can save that dough. And you're covered on your ride and your home. For great service on the low, then call up State Farm. It's time to switch it up. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Portion. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.